What up, y'all? We're back again with another episode of the Blurtish Podcast. I'm Keith. I'm here with... I'm Mark Never Slipping Dub. Mark Dub, part man, part thug. Using my heart for what hearts are made for. And that's the love. You know why he don't slip? He wear those uh, work, non-slip black shoes. That is hilarious. Like old people do. But uh, <laughs> today... I'm we... flying my, my, my shit stompers. <laughs> Everlasting shit stompers. Hey, man. That's what they used to call them. That is hilarious. Bruh, I wore some at Burger King. Look, I work at Burger King. You know, you had to wear them. Because literally, there was shit and grease all over the floor. Yeah. And you didn't know what was what. Let's just say after working there, I didn't go to Burger King back for a long time. But anyway, no shade to the Whopper. <laughs> if you like it. But today, we have a... Look, I call her... She's, she's multifaceted. She is a great artist. She's good people. She's a blurred. She actually buys... Black comics, y'all. For all y'all crying about black characters, this and that, blah, blah, blah. Don't put no money to it. Shut up. She actually does it. She support. And we support Happily. her. Happily. And she's oh. been one of the dopest people that we met straight out of the flats. Out of Lafayette, Louisiana. Out of the flats. Introduce yourself. Hello, everyone. I am Denise. Got beef. They call me that beast because uh, I sing and they think my singing is pretty cool. Or my music writing also, you know. And as they said, I'm, I'm a blurred, you know, out here in Lafayette for the time being. I just was telling Mark, you know, I am an Aries. My birthday is actually April 17th, right? I'm not sure when this is going to air, but before after my birthday, just know, listen, you are more than welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah, look, we, uh, <laughs> we, we, we put... In- you can you can put your cash app up there and uh and yes. you, our folks gonna bless you. Definitely. Know why? Because you dope. I, I I'm not gonna preach. Okay. I'm not gonna preach tonight. Gonna I'm like, not gonna preach. But I feel like I, I feel it in my spirit. Every time somebody say go preach, they keep they start it. preaching. They start preaching. I feel it in my spirit. But you said you I got preaching. deep knees that beast up on this. Telephone in the podcast now. Okay, I am going to stop. Mark is in a rare Mark mode tonight. Yo, this is one of my favorite people, man. Straight up, and I, she, she don't even know. I, I, I was like a fan girl when Coop made the announcement that uh, that we would be uh speaking with you because I was like, ah, I'm such a fan. I can't wait for PTSD to come out. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. So before we get directly to your project, uh, tell people a little about the history, what your your singing career, different things, and how you got into it. Well, like most black folks, you know, going to church. (laughs) My mother is quite religious. She's still very religious. But when I was a kid, I am the third of five children, by the way. Uh, Middle child. We stay at church. We stay at home which I do not dislike, you know. Um, all of my siblings have some sort of musical talent, artistic talent. Um, so that's really how I started, really, in music, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't in a career, of course. I was just a kid singing in church and singing with, you know, family. And as I got older, um, it started to become a little more apparent that I actually had some talent or affinity for music because even... Um, I can remember, like, in elementary school, going to uh, different music of, I, I don't know what you even call it, being chosen to sing at these, you know, state 
performances like you know they pick the talented quote unquote talented children from across the state and at this time I was living in Texas okay um so getting more into music with that so enjoying music at school and you know doing more singing of course still doing church because my mom was religious we were always at church like most black folks um and as I got older I guess around the age of 10 my sister my older sister asked for a keyboard like a piano keyboard either for her birthday or Christmas or something like that and so she got it and I would play on it of course because you know it's music stuff and I remember actually writing little little tunes little songs as a kid um I remember one of them still which is kind of ironic it's like that's a long time ago to start writing music um and so you know just exploring the piano I am self-taught on piano um Really? Even though, you know, I got to college and went to take piano courses, but I tested out of the required courses and then just practiced beyond that, you know. So um, I sing, I do write music, I studied composition when I was in college. I went to UL, University of Louisiana. I left it up. Um, my major professor was Dr. Hillier, who's a black man, right? A tenured professor. Like, that's, you don't really get to see that too often. So. Um, so I did get to study under Dr. Hilliard. Um, I guess I should backtrack quite quick. In high school, I did choir, I did bands, I was in the musicals, and so many other things. I don't know. It was a, it was a lot of stuff I, I always did that was involved in the arts. Even the visual arts, dancing, like all of that, like that's definitely my thing. So college, um, I had a group, had a girl group. <laughs> <laughs> we were called Slow for Persuasion. We used to write music together. Like I mostly did the arrangement. And um, I would arrange our vocals and, and you know, make the music that goes with it. And they would stay with the beauty with it. Even though I also write lyrics, they were um, they were the main lyric writers. So Sasha Massey and Shanikia McDonald Hall. So we would write. We were doing our thing there. Um, even in college, a little bit after, I would perform with other people other people's original music or you know I, i'm featured on a few mixtapes and whatnot out there in the world um you <laughs> havoc uh smooth bras who else has me um you know what one of my friends they keep changing their their artist names i'm not even sure what their artist name is right now but i'm on several different projects out there either as a writer or a singer um and yeah, uh, currently I am working on the PTSD project, um, which we'll get into in a second, I guess. But I do write songs. I do write uh, music. I used to make beats back in the day. <laughs> oh yeah, I yo, y'all. I've I've heard. I I told her some time ago. Like I'm getting the DDG beat. I got to. I must. Yeah. It is imperative. <laughs> I must have one. Like it was, it was like hip hop, R and B on a, on R and B tip with a pop a peel, pop a feel to it. Whatever BBD uh -huh. said on on that record. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think BBD knew what what they were saying. No, I, I I think they were probably high. <laughs> they were doing their own thing, you know. It'd be like that. But so I, I'm actually getting back into the whole, you know, like producing my own tracks and all that good stuff. Um, I actually kind of took a break, not necessarily on purpose, but after college, 
um, that's when we kind of had like the great recession. It's like, oh, no, nah. I graduated in 2009, late 2009. Oh, yeah, we definitely um, was in a recession. That was the great housing bubble and other stuff that happened. Yeah, so, of course, this area that I'm in, you know, in Louisiana, we kind of, we kind of were sheltered from the bust for a while with the oil field, you know, like uh, oil and gas is a, is a big thing here in Louisiana, especially the area I'm in. But when I graduated, it, it got bad. So I mostly just spent the majority of my 20s just working and not really doing music. Like I, I worked with other artists, but I never did my own music for a really, really long time. Even for a while, I stopped singing, like period. Like I just, I didn't sing. I wasn't playing piano. I was doing, I was doing none of that stuff. So I'm actually getting back into it for real, for real, um, and making it like a priority to write music, uh, you know, make the beats, you know, work with other artists and collaborate, and you know, all these things I just like kind of didn't do for a decade. So what inspired you to get back into it? Well. I mean, I've been doing music, right? I was in college for it, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot of time and energy that goes into it. We just have to say that you have to do something just because you put time into it. But it is something I do enjoy. Um, and I, I can remember plenty of times, you know, hopping on the piano and just hours would go by. And I'm just, you know, I'm writing, I'm thinking, I'm feeling, I'm, you know, what I'm expressing myself. Um, so I kind of want to say, like, reconnect with that. Because mostly, you know, just trying to do the whole surviving capitalism thing sucks you know like always just working or always just trying to keep your head above water always oh my struggling. God, no, like ugh. and i know some people it's like when they, when they're having difficult times they just they they turn to art but it was hard for me to do art like it, i guess it was too distracting or depressing or sometimes or sometimes things can be so stifling that it just it drains your motivation I go, I, I go through lulls like that too. Um, for those of you who know, um, and for those of you who don't know, I too am a writer. I'm just not nearly as prolific <laughs> as the, the illustrious DDG. I mean, technically, I guess I'm a writer too because I need to work on this damn uh, coloring comic. Coloring can, can we, yeah, can we finish that? Can we put that out? I, I hope so. Can we, can we put it out for the masses? Cause it's it y'all it is gonna be so dope, y'all y'all get to see creative coop. What? Uh, let's not go that far. No 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 <laughs> no no. no. Uh, I'm not letting you sell yourself short. Cause, I just because we, hey, we pin this thing. It's it's gonna be dope. It is gonna be really really dope. I don't like to overhype nothing because it's it, not no be, no it's not overhype. It's, it's dope. It's not gonna be a, a long it's, it's story. It's gonna be facts. Okay, I'll take that. It's gonna be oh, facts. And it's gonna be dope, like like Scooby Snacks. It will include uh, fun facts, if we'll say. Very good. But back to the <laughs> sure. right, right, right. Let's let let's talk about a better subject. Hey, D. <laughs> wow. Howdy. <laughs> what type of transition is that? Work. It's. Man, it, no, I am looking forward to y'all to to the project you guys have coming out with the um. Man, I'm looking. So. I'm looking forward to all your projects, cause yeah. man, you just dope. Look, COVID <laughs> stopped a lot of stuff. It, it really put stuff back a year or so. It really did. Uh-huh. By this time, we were supposed to have that 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 epic tome. I mean, gracing WalMarts across the nation. Uh, 
Uh, or not. Nah. And um, people people sing that that book and sing themselves in the characters. And more importantly, seeing me. All right. Somebody's <laughs> ego is starting to suffocate me in this room. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you should probably wear a gas mask because I'm gassed up. That is hilarious. Boy, you stupid. Oh, great. I love it. <laughs> cool, say, boy, you stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm gassed up like Iridium. I think this is the part of the show where we uh, say shout out to Camp. But anyway. Shout out to Camp. This is uh, definitely a Camp level uh, Camp life. <laughs> but uh, anyway. Uh, but yeah, so let's talk about the name, your, your new project. Uh-huh. PTSD. And, and and for the for the unenlightened, <coughs> I'm unenlightened. It's me. Uh, what does PTSD stand for? PTSD is a post-traumatic stress disorder. So that's um, you you commonly hear it in media referring to people in the military, like people who come back from war zones. Um, but PTSD in of itself, um can occur from any, you know, like major traumatic experience that, that leaves you with long lasting effects or side effects or um, just things that, that find a way to harm you from, you know, living your best life, right? Mm. So post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, when, I, when I think back over a large part of my life, um, there's been a lot of things that were jacked up. And, you know, I've, I've spent a lot of time working through, like, whatever issues I have or things I feel like holding me back. But it was a lot. Like, when I sat down and thought about everything, it was like, man, there's a lot of crap I've experienced and a lot of things that have, have stopped me from being my full self, being my true self. So I'm going to, like, write about it. You know, like, so as I'm processing all these things, it was like, well, I can put this to music because, of course, I'm a musician and also a writer, composer, songwriter. Um, so that's kind of how the project, this particular project came to be, just like working through my traumas <laughs> and trying to, like, get back to myself. You know, sometimes you feel like you're not really yourself. You're not really living as yourself. You're just kind of there. Yep. Um like I, I don't I don't like feeling like this. Like this is this is whack. Um so that's where that's where it really came from. So the PTSD project, because uh, it's three parts. There are three three EPs that uh will be released, you know, this year and next year, I guess, depending on this writing process and well not just the writing process, but the recording and, you know, then trying to get everything ready. In the recording process, mix, master, release, blah blah blah. It's a lot that goes into that. So, uh, but three-part PTSD project. The first one is dealing with matters of the heart because that's definitely something that has traumatized me greatly. It's just dealing with knuckleheads who um, find some kind of way to mess over. Um, and I have to say that every single every single person I've dealt with, like in a romantic sense, is bad. I'm not saying that, but there are a lot of like repeated negative behaviors I've experienced, and it's changed how I interact with people in a, in a romantic sense, uh, or even like even a desire to have romantic partners. Like I know that's a trauma response because I know it's like yeah, I would like to have a partner, sure. But do I want to take the time trying to find somebody decent and 
like experience more and more heartache or you know everyone's like well maybe it's gonna be the you know maybe you find the one and that, that's nice you know I'm, I'm glad for all the people who find quote unquote the one or whoever's compatible with them and they grow together and have a nice life but that just has not been my experience and so that's what the person is about like I have some some pretty terrible <laughs> So pretty terrible experiences, you know, like being gaslit, being manipulated, lied to, mm. you know, other people projecting their insecurities onto me, um, uh, just dealing with just nonsense, like things that don't make sense in the sense of like, I said since three times in a row, my goodness, four times. <laughs> what I mean is uh, <laughs> just when people, when people do things that are harmful or hurtful on purpose, is uh as, I mean it, it's I it's it's mind boggling. It's it's traumatizing. It is it's really the the worst thing is and and it betrayal is one of the worst feelings because betrayal never comes from an enemy. Betrayal comes from a your someone who you love or trust. And it it's it's one of the most traumatic things you can experience. So I I definitely can see how some great music can come out of um, how how just you know I'm gonna put on my uh, I'm gonna put on my therapist hat. Uh, yes, uh, so Denise, what uh, color is your hat? Uh, it is it is chartreuse. I'm fly with it. Yeah, so D- Denise, um, yes, it appears that you are using your creative Aries energy to pin and therapize yourself through these songs that you are creating. Uh-huh. Before you even answer, Denise, I'm looking at you. Boy, where you pull that out from? Man, like, I read books. You pulled it out from your left cheek or your right cheek? Hey, man. <laughs> the cheek's on my face, man. I just said the words. <laughs> okay. It, you know, one of my best friends is like a therapist, so I, I, I'm really stealing her shtick. So uh, thank you, uh, Sin. Okay. But uh, but yeah, it's like you. I, I mean, it it's it is something that happens in art. Uh, you know, the best art is is emotionally driven. The best art is meant to convey how you feel and make people feel what you were feeling when you created it. Mm-hmm. At least that's your hopes. And so, you know, and, and sometimes pain translates terrifically into art. It, people, yeah. people, people can see your struggle and, and, and feel, feel, feel something similar. So, you know, but, but you also, you, so I, I don't know, but you also got to start, you got to create the stuff uh, about emerging past that too. True. That's actually what the third part is about, right? Um, the third, the third PTSD project. The first one is talking about you know matters of the heart, right? Mm-hmm. But the second one doesn't talk about matters of the heart at all. Like it's not talking about love and all that. Now the first one does talk about that because that's where I've like I've experienced a lot of like um, intense negative stuff, like mm. um, like very like things that really shift me. I've experienced through that, but there's been other things I've experienced that have traumatized me, but in like smaller doses, but over a longer period of time, right? 
Especially like kind of like being poisoned slowly. Mm. <laughs> the second one is talking about those other things, you know, so things like the patriarchy, sexism, you know, capitalism, colorism, like these things I've dealt with that have like torn me down or like um, caused opportunities to dissipate. You know, I, I was laughing with some friends. It's like, if I was a white man or a white woman, or even just like a, even if I were just like light skins, like very light skin, like my life would look so different right now than how it is because I'm a woman, I'm a black woman, I'm a darker skinned black woman, um, you know, having having a deep skin tone and all the things that come with that, like the the judgment that comes with that, the misidentification of your actions, you know, of course, you, you know, you know, the stereotypes and tropes, you know, you're an angry black woman, or you always got an attitude, or you're not fit to leave because you're a woman, you don't know what you're talking about, or, oh, you're young, or you don't know what you're talking about because whatever other stipulation people try to put on you, which is not to say that no one ever deals with anything if they're not a, a black woman. I just know that there's a lot of things that I should be able to overcome, or I should be able to accomplish, but I have a harder time accomplishing those things because of who I am, you know what I'm saying, or how, how our world interprets um, my identity and uses it against me. Like, not even to be like, you know, you're just a person, and you have these traits or qualities or whatever. No, it's never that. It's like, you know, we're going to judge you a certain kind of way and we're going to withhold opportunity. We're going to withhold um, advancement, you know. Even, you know, when we talk about, like, systems of things, like, you know, talking about capitalism, I talk about this a lot on social media. It's like the, the, the ills of capitalism and the the necessary evil of exploited labor you know it's like being a black woman you know they really looking to exploit me they exploit everyone but they especially exploiting women they especially exploiting black people and being a black woman all together it's just like ah this is this is ridiculous it's heavy i, I should be able to do so much more of my life with the talent and the hard work i have put in you know can't uh, lie the capitalism cycle is a vicious cycle it's like on one hand, when you participated and you're like, you know, I'm not rich by any means, but it's like, okay, well, I got to play this game. But it's like, yeah, this is kind of messed up. On one hand, it's like, you know, you work 40 plus hours, you barely see your family, only to be told to hope to have a promise in the future when you ain't got to hopefully work. But, you know, they just they just move the goalposts back further and further. Right, and it's not to say that labor in and of itself is bad, you know what I'm saying? Like, even me creating music, that's a type of labor, that's work, you know what I'm saying? But I'm doing this for myself, I'm creating it for myself, I'm not just, you know, being used up by somebody else. I've got my body and brains and talent and all that, it's not just being used up by someone else to profit. So, um, just, you know, like, exploring these different things and, like, just realizing that, my hard work or my aspirations are not necessarily in vain. There's just a lot of things that work against me. And so I have to be even more clever and or find a different way to like maneuver certain things, which I'm, I'm kind of in transition now with some things to provide my own self with opportunities that uh, I've been wanting to have, things I've been trying to do for myself and like the ways I want my life to look. Um, 
I'm trying to transition into that um, in different ways. But, you know, like I said, having to sit down and look at my life and be like, you know, I thought my life would look different from now, different from it is now, but why isn't it the way I thought it would be? Well, I can think of these, these, this, this, that, this, this, that. Um, these things that affected me or these things that were taken from me or whatever and educating other people about it but also just expressing like what it is I'm feeling and it's not it's not necessarily to say like it's, it's not about complaining like the music is not even sad this one music is not sad um, even though the topics are heavy the music itself isn't sad you know it's not me just like sitting here and be like woe is me it's just like no I see how these things are these things have really <laughs> messed over me and, and I have not been able to thrive and achieve like I should be able to. Um, which some people say it's like having expectations is what's throwing you off in the first place. But it's like, no, you're supposed to have, it's, it's not wrong to have goals. It's not wrong to. It's not wrong to dream. Somebody you know. actually said that. that yeah. Having dreams is a bad, is a bad thing. Or having expectations. Like, and you shouldn't have expectations. Like, just do what you can, but don't have expectations. And I'm like, I hear you. Okay. But you, gotta, you gotta have a vision. You gotta know what you're working towards. See, first of all, that per- whoever said that need to shut up. Now, see, there's some examples when you don't have great expectations. When I go to watch DC movies, I have no expectations. It's okay. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Mark here has great expectations. I feel bad for him. But that's okay. <laughs> he bounces back and he rolls with it. <laughs> I don't know why he does this to himself. I don't know why. Don't bark up that tree. That tree will fall on you. I'm just I don't know why your advisors ain't forewarn you. Please not dub. He's not no bug. He don't get squashed. He ain't gonna get washed. You are you are begging for this coop. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just saying. Forgive him, Father, for he know not what he do. I actually just said I give myself no expectations yeah. so I can enjoy it. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> we, we we will reconvene later. Had to, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. This is about DDG. Just had to throw in a blurred example. This, this, this is about DDG. Before, oh, but you... <laughs> You're you, going to get this work. I think I ruined Oh, Mark. my God. I think I ruined Mark mode. He was, he was in such a peaceful place. But what? anyway... Uh, but... For a person to say that, you know, just to interject real quick, they can shut I, the hell up. They I, can. I shut don't. Up. I don't know what. I, I don't know what. What Those made people, them feel like that? You but, cut out your life. But I. I. I just. I disagree vehemently. Like I disagree you have to have. Seriously. You have to have some kind of goal. You have to have something that you're heading towards. It makes life worth living. Mm-hmm. Like you just nobody wants that, to drift. It, it, it sounds. Coop right. actually is on some. It's. It sounds like. Drifting. That person is just alive. They're not living. Yes. And there's a difference. Just it's surviving certainly a difference. And not living. That is a, a it's not it's not what you want to do. We, we should not have to live every moment in survival mode. We should be able to right. scrape scrape as much joy out this uh we already done cussed. I didn't I didn't <laughs> scrape as much joy out this motherfucker as we can. I agree. Yeah. Because um, yeah, yeah. If we're hurting, cheering, and kittens, yeah. scrape this motherfucker. Scrape it. Scrape it dry yeah. for as much joy as you can get. Yeah. And and surround you yourself know. with dope people who think that you dope too. Right. Right. 
That's why that's why Coop keep me around because he know that I think he dope. Appreciate it. In spite of himself. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's why we that's why we have you on this part, DDG, cause you dope. Why thank you. I appreciate it. Y'all are lovely as well, of course. I know I rock with y'all for real. So. We do. We do uh, know that. Yeah, I'm alright. Like man, look, every time every time there's a visit to the flats, we know who we gonna see. Now that I, I be I be slacking. I'll be out there like I'm supposed to. You could but come I, this Saturday. I, I will. I know. I, I'm sorry if I blew y'all eardrums out on the pod with that, but still, let me move back some and yell at you again. You can't come Saturday, Mark. I'm coming. Okay. I'm being in flats uh, Saturday, D. If you're free. I mean, the maker people did. Art walk, right? Um, art walk. Yes. Art walk for the Makers Fair. Okay. And they just featured. They just. I just uh, got featured on Make Magazine. Yeah, yo. And we talked about that it. Is, that is very, very dope, Coop. Lafayette uh, Makers Fair people, if you're listening, thank you for the suggestion. And Shout out to my guy, that. Coop. Doing it grande for, for my people. How long y'all going to be there? Five to eight. Five to eight. Okay, but, so I'm gonna make sure I'm there. If you, huh. but who knows? Afterwards... That's, we that's, be drinking. Maybe. They're going to be out here cutting up. Y'all know Louisiana, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hey man, look. It's a happy city and blah, blah, blah. It's like, because we got jockey, jockey shots here. Yo, yo, and I I don't know. I I love Lafayette. Lafayette is one of my favorite places on the planet. Lafayette is perennially in the top ten places in the country to eat. Always. The food here is great, of course. And know. I mean, Lafayette has spent many, many, many of those times in the top ten at at numero uno. So can I just say this? I mean, the, the checkers. It's not all healthy, but it is all tasty. Oh no, yeah. it's not. <laughs> oh, it, it, but it's but it's worth it. It's a delight to your taste buds. Even the checkers right. in Lafayette is don't have It's the best checkers other than the ones in, Man, in, in New Orleans. They French fries taste like cake. <laughs> like what the hell? I'm not even a potato loving person. Must be the water. Man, look, I don't know. I I I feel her forever. I no, just feel forever. I love Lafayette. <laughs> That's great. I mean, the food is fantastic here for sure. You know, so so Lafayette, right? So my family is from out here. Like my dad's side of the family, my mom's side of the family. They're from this area, but I actually didn't grow up here. My dad was in the military, so I lived in a lot of other places. Okay. You know, but we always visited back here. So, like, I knew about crawfish, and I always was so tickled by things my dad would say that you don't hear anywhere else. Like, you know, when you get to a store, he's like, all right, y'all get down. Talking about get out the car. But no one else says get out the, you know, no one says get down when they're saying get out the car. But it's like this funny little thing that comes from that Creole heritage and, like, you know, being a French, a previously French colony and all that stuff. And having a lot of French speaking people, um, well, our ancestors anyway. Not too many people really speak French out here anymore, but people used to. And just having those funny little things that are here, you know, which actually kind of is going to be reflected in my music as well. It's like, um, Louisiana is a special place. Even though there's a lot of horrible, terrible things here, <laughs> and like, a lot of uh, traumatizing things, a lot of horrible systems here in place. There's also a lot of like beauty and, and um, amazing 
gorgeous things with some the of culture. The, some of the most yeah. creative people I've met in the world are from right here. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, and, and Lafayette has a, I mean, you are in a musical hub. Like they have, they have so many different styles of music that come mm-hmm. from Lafayette that are that are endemic only to Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. y'all, y'all got your own thing. It, it's it's not New Orleans, you know what I'm saying? It's not here. It's it's you have your own thing, and, and it's very very. I love Lafayette. I I mean, there's things to there's things to like and enjoy. Um, Speaking with a lot of other people who's like kind of in my age range, like twenties to thirties, it's like depending on how you look and like what station you are in life, you know, retiring here or raising kids here is not necessarily a bad thing. But if you want something a little different, or if you if you're marginalized, you know, it's like it's almost like you have to leave to be able to find decent success. You know, but mm. also going back to you know, some of the negative uh, systemic issues here. It's like, yeah, there's a lot of high earners here. Like, I think it's, like, one of the highest concentrations of millionaires here, like, from oil and stuff like that. But, like, the poverty rate is absurd. Like, I think Louisiana's poverty rate is, like, 50% or something like that. Like, a lot of people live out of below the poverty line or just above it, you know? I can believe poverty. it. Yeah, we, you know? we, we see it. Like, as much, as much great things are here, there's so much unnecessary struggle. There's so much unnecessary suffering because, you know, certain people in power want to retain the power they have and they they enjoy not having other people share in said power or resource, you know. One one of the one of the the biggest problems with capitalism is for those who are at the top that to to remain at the top, they have to exploit those who are at the bottom. And uh, those who are in the middle, they exploit the right. hell out of them too. Shit, the the people who are at the top live in opulence compared to the lifestyle of those who live in the middle. Even the high earners in the middle it's, still live nothing like it's barely anything the, called the like, middle, like the rich. I like yeah. to call myself the working poor. The working poor, because right. there's just right. you know it's just levels, levels, and it's yeah. like you're rich, kind of poor, almost because you're one stone throw away. Right. Any any one little thing can throw off your whole life. It's like what? So many of us are a paycheck away from mm-hmm. from ruin. Right. Which is jacked up. That's like super super jacked up. Right. It um, means you you have to work sick. That's why. It I, means you. Some people have to make choices like regarding their children. Like you see these people mm-hmm. who are going and working and leaving their kids like in a car, mm-hmm. and they're doing it. Because they have nowhere else to take their children, right. and they have to work. They have to work. And that's why. I just, and just to to be a little lighter on the subject, just to interject on this. That's why, fellas, I'm gonna speak to the fellas, the people who judging people, the people who have OnlyFans or do other type of things or alternative jobs. Shut up. Let people get their money, man. Like, just let people get their money. If it don't hurt you. I, I, it's so funny because so many of those dudes who bemoan the women who have their OnlyFans, some some of the same dudes probably subscribe to them. It don't cost the, like shutting up is free ninety nine. If you don't want to, just like the people who, again, don't do like you and buy black comics and always complaining about different things. If you ain't spending the money on it, you can look away. 
Just wanted to say that mm-hmm. because I just like speaking of capitalism annoying people and other stuff to slide it all in there. Sometimes it's the same person <laughs> who probably fall into all these categories who you see right. yelling on social media and trying to kill people's dreams. But uh, right. part three. So I guess it's kind of the part talking about how you're transitioning out of all the heartache you had. Yeah, so, you know, so the first one was the heartache stuff. The second one is, like, dealing with, I guess you could say, like, systemic issues. Or like Systems. Isms, you know, surviving the isms. I might name it that. I'm not sure yet. Ooh, that's dope. I like um, it. <laughs> yeah, well, the first one is called Compliment from a Broken Heart. That's happened a lot. The second one is, you know, surviving the isms, right? So that's going to be the working title for now. All right. The third one is talking more so about, like, how how I've changed or how I have works through things to you know reclaim my life like reclaim myself um from all these things that have happened you know it's like i can remember certain ways i operated and you know just lived my life you know that as a teenager you know as a, like in my early adulthood you know late teens early 20s like there's certain things that was me that i've kind of gotten away from because of the different experiences i've had and it's like i'm working to go back to myself because i liked myself I didn't, I didn't dislike myself, there wasn't anything wrong with me, you know, I mean, not in any sense like that, you know, everyone has their flaws and things to work through, but, um, I, I, like, withdrew within myself in so many ways, and it's like, I want to bring that back out, you know, I want to bring myself back out, because it's like, I'm a, I liked, I liked how I was, and it's like, I had to change to survive, you know what I'm saying, I had to change to navigate how jacked up so many things are because it's like you can't just be free you can't just be yourself and just like just be a happy person you, you know was, that's that's you know? the thing i think it's you know as black people like nina simone uh was asked what she felt about freedom and she she said i think it would be being able to just be my fully black self all the time she's like because i don't get to do that i have to be a certain way to be able to survive in this world and and my voice is squelched my voice is silenced if i get too loud or i say wrong say the wrong things and and it it is dangerous as hell to be black we're looking at the george floyd trial the Derek Chauvin trial yes i'm thank you thank you for that George Floyd ain't on trial. Derek Derek Chauvin burn. Anyway, but uh, it's I I like that. That's the theme because I think that's something that we specifically black people. Everyone needs to be trying to be their full self and 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 embrace the the best version of you and work towards the best version of you or be able to. You know I, you know there's the talk of the double veil of having to having to be one way in society. And and not really ever really achieving your full self. I see people mm-hmm. working towards it, and I think it's a beautiful thing. Uh, mm-hmm. shout out to you. I see it. I be reading your uh social medias. I be trying not to uh. Oh, that sounds so. You say stalking. social medias? Yeah, I be on, I be on your social medias. Wow. You sound like my auntie, my old aunt, my auntie, man. Yeah. Speaking of which, old people, when you jump on people's social medias, you ain't gotta yell at me in all caps when you just want to say hello. 
They, look, they can't see good, Coop. You gotta cut them a break. Oh man, and they don't know how to use the reply. Like they don't know how to reply underneath a comment. They just keep the chain going. I'm sorry. I just my auntie be killing me. I be like, God damn, my auntie. Like, use the that use terrible. the reply option. Coop is using his platform <laughs> to 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 go at his auntie, y'all. No, before I came in here, it, he, it, it it was Women's History Month last month, dude. Look, hold on. Look at this. It, dude. it ain't that about sexism. I'm ageism. All right. Yes, that's my ism. Old people. But I'm just saying, shout out to Leslie, our IT person. Before I came in tonight, we were talking about she might start a series where she might yell at old people how to do basic IT things. I'm all for it. Yes. That's I all I want to say. what it is, you know, <laughs> making sure they understand how to use it. And don't have their information get robbed. So we yelling, but with love on the yes. social medias. I am sure. <laughs> I, I am sure that I want to witness this, and and I'm gonna be like, but this is not not blurtish LLC. This is Coop. Th- this Coop. Would you would you old people giving you old people? Oh, no no no! It's gonna be get rec tech LLC. Blame Leslie. But anyway, wow. Well, <laughs> hey. I'm calling you the Maverick. That's you right. flew right I mean, around well, that one. Speaking of old people, I think old people are great. I love old people. Even though there's like, you know, when we're talking about like generational things, it's like, huh, I sure would like for them to heal from this and that or this and that. But I love old people. They have their own little way of doing things. But, I mean, to the old people in my life, I just want to give a quick shout out to my grandparents who are still alive. Yeah. Um, Ooh, that's dope. Currently, my Grammy, she's gonna be uh what 92 this year okay she's great she's on facebook she be commenting she's <laughs> dropping her little comments and stuff and she gives little shout outs to people on their birthdays i'm like look at that oh that is cute i taught her i taught her how to use her iphone see i taught her how to use facebook you know it's great i love it my papa he's a he's a tech head you know loves all the new gadgets and figuring stuff out he's not quite as active on the social media but he is on it we have our little family zoom calls you know they get on and they talk with us and it's all nice and like oh does he know how to uh, look directly at the mic, or is he looking all the way off? No, they're looking through the camera. They know what they're doing. Okay. Because <laughs> we be teaching them. You know what I'm saying? My father, he, uh, I think he got 89 this year. I want to say 89. Um, but yeah, we teach them how to use it, and they, they figure it out and try different things, and, you know, it works out. It's great. I love it. Your grandmother so, scooped a young little tenderoni. Wow. <laughs> You got to get yourself, you got to pat yourself on the back. You Cougars are sexy. Yeah, that's going to be me. <laughs> listen, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not in the whole dating thing right now. It's like dating for marriage or whatever. I can't do that right now. So I'm just, hey. I don't know. When I get older, I'm just, I'm going to just be entertained by young men. <laughs> to be honest, to be fair, Denise, there's no way to know your age. Like, honestly, when you told me your, your upcoming age, I was like, what? Yeah, let's not oh, let's not put that out there. Let's let I'm the, not. let's let the mystery linger. It is a mystery because I had no clue. <laughs> she knows it's true because she knows she don't look her age. 
don't know. I feel it. Well, I mean, you know, honestly, I mostly feel my age. One, because of the trauma crap. That's true. Like, there's a lot, there's a lot of stuff I've done been through. But, you know, I'm getting past that, whatever. But also, I've been in a bunch of car accidents, and my body be like, oh, my girl, what you doing? Yeah, those. I'm like, why? What are you talking about? Because I'm fairly athletic. Like, I enjoy playing outside and, you know, like, sporty things. And even just, like, going for walks, jogs, getting on my bike and stuff like that. I really enjoy that. But for a while, it was, it was quite difficult for me, you know, healing from all those accidents I've been in, car accidents. The worst one for me was probably 2018. My body was just like, nope, shut down. I was like, crap. Man. So I definitely feel my age, but it's getting a little bit better now. I don't know if it's because I'm healing. Like, I'm also healing physically and, like, mentally, emotionally, whatever. Like, but I do feel better. I'm just trying to reverse the clock a bit, you know what I'm saying? I don't want that black to start cracking. Yeah, man. Look, I'm I'm 44. I have about to be 45. About to be 45. But uh, me too. I'm, I'm working out with uh with my homeboy. Shout out to Renaissance Training at Renaissance mm-hmm. Training. Uh, people are like, man, you you lost so much weight. You're looking good. What are you? How are you doing it? I'm doing it the not fun way. Brandon I'm, I, is a slave driver. Yeah, Brandon, man, Brandon worked me so hard yesterday, but uh-huh. but you know what? You can't beat the results. So you know, and it 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 does turn back the clock. I ain't gonna say I'm in the best shape of my life, but I'm in I'm in pretty good shape. Bro, you in great shape. You was doing flips like you were a superhero a few weeks ago. And 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 I'm stronger now. So I I you know I I didn't stick the landing then, but you know. Okay. Uh... Mary Lou Ritten. Mary Lou Ritten. This dude is, is, that, is that did I get that right? Did you I did. stick the lady? All right. You cool. did. You actually did, yeah. Damn, I feel old. I'm dating myself. I, I can remember Mary Lou Ritten. But uh anyway. Yeah, um, you old because I remember I, Mary Lou Ritten. Have you been posting any um like progress pictures? Uh no. I cause you know, I just well, I was gonna see you Saturday. I'm, I'm, I'm excited see? to hear. That's another reason I know for you to go. Doing your workouts and stuff like that, so I'm excited to see, see some of your ongoing results. That's well, thank funny. you, thank you. We're gonna have I Mark look forward to seeing you too, man. In front of Ruckus Skate Shop, uh, twirling to show off. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna shine through. Y'all, as y'all know, we get to that when we get to that hour, we get a little bit uh, stupid. We get almost close past our bedtime. Uh, so yeah, because I, I am an old man. I, I, I'm, I am a senior. I don't think it's your age that's affecting you right now. I'm a senior senior. I think it's Mark Mode, as we all know. <laughs> that's what we're going to call it. Dark Mub. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that's funny. But uh, DDG, what we're going to do, now we're going to give, first of all, before we give the floor to you to tell people where to find you and put money in your pocket and all that good stuff and where to buy your music, Shout out to your cosplayer. Just want to, you know, just to give oh, you a little yeah. love on your blurred side. Man, she, I saw I, you do. You have been killing it, dear. I love your uh, Speed Racer cosplay from years back. Shout out to you for certain for supporting the Mid City Microcon. I know you came. Uh, I know you came before. I don't know. I mean, if you came both times, I think yeah, you did. I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where I met um, Talon Talon Kel. Talon, Talon Kel. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to yeah, I've never seen her both times. I really enjoy her content and stuff like that. So, but yeah, I came and I bought. Oh my god, I spent so much money on comics over there. <laughs> Look, we gon' if you if you're in town, we'll be in August. But uh, I really appreciate that. I think that's where I got to know. I might have met. That's where I might have met you at. Honestly, a couple years ago. So. Perhaps. 
So, so 2018? Yep, 2018. So How did I find out about it? Now, now I'm really sitting here thinking. I might have met you before that. Because, like, how did I know You might have met me. Uh, did, you came to some Fade the Flows, right? Oh, that might be it. That's why I think you met me, and then I might have told you at a Fade the Flow. Or, or Donnie, when he had his, his poetry thing, he was that's, doing. Um, yeah, maybe that's what it was. Because then, because I met, um, he actually, he's not a DJ, but he's a DJ. What's his name? Mike T. Soul Lab. Yes. Soul Lab, yes. I don't know why and he I'm calls himself sure. not a DJ. He's a damn DJ, but okay, Mike. He a dope I mean, DJ. He's not a DJ, so I'm going to just, you know. That's his thing. He's doing his thing okay. on the one and twos, you know what I'm saying? He I'm says. That's how I met Mark. Maybe, maybe that's, that's probably it. At one of the poetry things. I'm pretty sure it was Mark was there because he was there with uh, Mike and he was talking about doing the um, the Nipsey the Microphone. I'm just being really excited. Like, I want to go to that. That's great. That sounds cool. <laughs> that, was, that was like when the um, when Black Panther was going to come out. I was mad excited about this. That was dope. Yep. See, so, yeah. so were we. Y'all, she's been down <laughs> with Blurtish from the absolute beginning. This from, is why. From the onset. We love this woman. So. Yeah. And shout out to your cosplay, the Powerline cosplay. Uh, I saw it made the circles in the blurred world. Like yeah, like D went went a little went a little viral with that. Yeah, it was fun. That was no, dope. I enjoy it. Very very dope. I really do enjoy cosplay. I just I don't do it much. Um, but I do be liking stuff. But I, sometimes I'm I'm just you know like especially like when when Halloween come around, I'm like oh, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, and then I just be tired. It's like all of a sudden it's October fifteenth, and <laughs> it's only because the fall is really busy for me. So that's usually when I do my little cocoa cocoa, even though you can do it many times. That's where I kind of started doing it. You know, go back to the early in the conversation. So my mom's religious, and so she wasn't playing of that Halloween stuff. So we couldn't <laughs> We couldn't dress up or nothing like that. So, like, Halloween is kind of like my time to be like, no, I actually, like, really love Halloween. Like, so, costumes and all that. So, I started doing stuff like that, but also, you know, being part of the, the blurred world um, and just seeing all the cool stuff people do. I'm like, I'm going to do more of this. I mean, slowly but surely, because, you know, like, you can't have your hand in too many pots at one time. But I will be doing more. And I have I already have all kind of cool ideas and stuff like that. You guys ever seen my storm one? Y'all seen my storm? I've oh, never seen your storm no, one. No, I haven't you, seen it. Got to see it now. But you got it. If you send it to us, we'll put it on the post. We'll put it on the post. <laughs> send us, in fact, send us all your cosplays. We'll put it on the episode. Photo on the, web, on the website. Okay. I'm going to have to do that. Look at this. That see? is so fun. I think that was probably about, ooh, wait. When was that? 2000. 16 maybe that might have been when I did the storm one. I it was, I say storm, but you know, you you go see. It's you don't see. Dope. It's I don't look like storm like from the comics, but you can kind of tell. It's like this is this is some storm stuff happening here. So girl, it's cosplaying. You do what you want to do. As long as you ain't offending nobody and nothing crazy. As long as you ain't you kicking go. children, uh uh oh, no. uh um or throwing rocks at kittens. And it's not like you're doing blackface, because, Lord, you have to tell oh, them no, folks goodness. every so often to uh, what you can and cannot do when you're mm -hmm. uh, doing a, uh, you know, a person of color. You don't have to add color to your skin if you just want to give homage. There's a way to do it. Yo, but, you know what? I see, I, see, I see white cosplayers who cosplay black characters and don't 
use blackface and they do it and they're so dope. And right. I, I really appreciate that. Like, Look, I was at, and before, not to get too far off track, I saw a dude, a white dude at Wizard World. He dressed up as the old Luke Cage. He didn't do nothing stupid like put on an afro, but he had on the gold shirt, the boots, the, the purple or blue pants, and the headband. And I, you know, I said, I like, I like what you're doing. Because you have to be a Luke Cage fan to wear the 1970s Luke Cage outfit. Right, because Luke Cage like had like a silk shirt that was, and he was with, not with big up. slits open. And this cat and, was confident enough. And he had some, some blue tights. And he was not ripped and, up. And, and yellow go-go boots. Like, Luke Cage had the most 70s disco outfit that a man could wear of any superhero. Man, I just he had it. a silver tiara. He had a silver tiara. And I would I would wear that silver tiara too, cause I'm pretty. But anyway, oh man, <laughs> you just took all my debargeness. Like you absorbed it. I now have the powers of ten ten thousand light skinned men. <laughs> like you'll be able to sing in a in a natural falsetto and everything, baby. I am baby. beaming like the <laughs> sentinel. Anyway, enough of that. Oh, fools, this DDG. Tell the people out there. Before we close, where they can find you, listen to your music, put money in your pocket, and show and give you a good word. The floor is yours before we close. Oh, yeah, for sure. So on Facebook, you call me Bat Beast, T-H-A-T-B-E-S-T. All right, so Facebook.com slash Bat Beast. Um, that's my artist page on there. Also, Instagram, Denise, which is my first name, D-E-N-I-S-E, dot. T-H-A-T-B-E-A-S-T Denise.Bapiz on Instagram. I also have a Patreon. Patreon.com uh, Patreon is a site where you can support um, artists you enjoy or just people who have whatever content you enjoy. Patreon.com slash that's Also, I do have a cash app for the same thing. So Denise.Bapiz uh, uh, the dollar sign, the currency sign. <laughs> Denise, that beast. Um, I can remember, you know, that April Aries birthday finna come up. Holla at you, girl. So you can tell me on Patreon. You can find content on there. A lot of exclusive content is on Patreon. Um, you can just support my art stuff. If you just want to send some love, birthday love, whatever, hit up my cash app, Denise, that beast. Um, um, you can see some cool stuff on Instagram and Facebook. That's primarily where I post. I am also on Twitter, but I mostly just like kind of keep key with friends and whatever. But there is some interesting stuff I post on there as well. Oh yeah, from time to time. She's prolific. <laughs> she is prolific. <clears throat> so um, yeah. Um, what else? What Yes, uh, please. Friend, and, uh, I'm not good out here, so um, 
D. But yeah, it's coming along. But I, even I, besides PTSD, there's a lot of other, a lot of uh, music concepts and ideas I have coming up this year. I'm going to be spending a lot of time perfecting this music craft stuff. So expect expect a lot of music stuff coming out in this next year. So D, yeah. I've I've heard you. I've even heard you spit. D is a dope. She's a dope artist. D, I really want to collab with you. Like I'm, we gonna talk. Cause yeah, I really yeah. want to collab with you. I think you're super yeah, dope. Like, you like, you like a Lafayette Lauren Hill man. <coughs> like, if I Lafayette have my Lauren Hill. Lafayette Lauren Hill. Except I don't, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't miss cheating nobody else's work. But yes, that's a lovely compliment. Thank you. I got you too. I, I appreciate that part too. Cause, I, you know, Robert Glasper aired it out. If if you don't know, watch it. It's it, it's wild. I think I've read it, but how you, how you do it? I mean, she still is prolific, though. Don't get me wrong. Like, Lauren Hill is the bomb. Like, like yes. I saw her when she came to New Orleans a few years ago. It was like December 2nd, 2017. How long like you that? had to wait, though? No, she, no. she was on time. Like, like, somebody, like, Donnie, Donnie, Donnie went. Donnie and Leslie went, and I think said, like, 30 minutes. What? Yeah, she. No, she was there on time. Cause it, well, I say on time, like you know, you go to concerts. You have the opening acts. You get a bit of time. It'd be the next opening act, or to be the main act, depending on you know how it's set up. But they had the opening act or whatever, and it was like a little break, and then she came up and she killed her set. I was like, yes, I'm so glad I came here. But she was one of the first CDs I ever bought way back in '98. I think I was like 11 or something like that. Yeah, she you know, she she been dope, like, man. Here's some presents, you know. Here's some, here's some money. You can choose your present this year. You know, we're getting older. Me and my siblings. So Lauren Hill was definitely one of the albums I first bought. I still rock it. I mean, I love. Oh yeah. Music, so. It is. A, Maybe one day I'll have something as, you know, culturally relevant and stirring, and people just rock it one of these days. But in the meantime, <laughs> prepare for all these music. Oh yeah, I'm about. Holding in I'm about to get this PTSD. Well, definitely give them people. I, I think them. I'm about to get a diagnosis of PTSD, Coop. Lord have mercy. Another one. Another one, huh? Another one. Is that a... Well, who is that says that? DJ Khaled. Okay. I mean, you know. DJ Calorie. <sighs> but, uh... But, DDG, we appreciate you. I call you by your social media's name. Denise, that uh-huh. beast. I do too. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, so my stage name is that beast, which I've been talking about my name, of course. I mean, my friends started calling me that. Oh, here she comes. That's Denise. Who's Denise? That beast. <laughs> so I just, you know, I went with it. You know what I'm saying? But that beast is my actual stage name, but Denise, that beast is how you find me on a lot of social media, of course. And then my personal social media, you guys know me, DDG. Um, so, yeah, I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? Y'all holler at me. Um, I love engaging with folks online and, you know, I post all kind of interesting things about my politics and my deals. And, Y'all, she's um, so talented. Just, you know, like, just, just things I want people to be aware of or, you know, because like, so, there's so much stuff out here in the world. And it's like, you don't know, you don't know. You don't know that you don't even know. So it's like, I just try to put other things out in people's mind. It's like, you know, you got to expand and grow and. You whatever. So definitely. Part, part of my music is going to do that, but just my politics is that too. You know, the politics is personal. So. Look, your social media definitely keeps me abreast of what's going on in the flats, because you know mm-hmm. I just really man. I'm across the world. Yeah, yeah. She, hey, follow on Twitter. She, she an interesting, she an interesting follow, man. Mm-hmm. 
I'm, I'm, I'm hope it, it sounds like I'm a little stalked out, and I, I possibly am. You got, I'm you got. I really, I really enjoy engaging with people, so it's like you know, I holler at people. I'm not, I'm not um somebody who's just on there and I don't engage. It's like, oh, I enjoy speaking with people and whatnot. Well, I'm the opposite, you know. Just talk to me. Uh, I engage just a little, don't just a little, with just me. a little nudge. Don't bother me. I post, I post my <laughs> random thoughts. I repost really talented people. I ain't gonna lie, I engage with people I know who are friends, but you know, just weirdos. No. So, <laughs> like people who who only engage with you to want to complain. I'd be like, eh, the depart the hate department is closed today. So con- so many me. contrary people on Twitter. Some people will add you just to complain. Right. I'd be like, you know what, I'll keep you as a friend, but DMs closed. You will you be on red not, forever. Not interested. Don't DM me to, to complain. But then maybe it is because like I don't want you on my profile complaining either. Just one of those pet peeves. But shout out to my auntie. At least she's positive as she yells at me in all caps. <laughs> all caps! Coop <laughs> is yelling at his aunt on our platform. Coop, you are a piece of work. I love our auntie, man. I love our auntie. But, I just right. like, but you go air her out nonetheless. Hey, I'm going to get her in one of Leslie's <laughs> classes. This is what you need to do and how you engage and use the reply button. But anyway, well, we go let you go. Denise, We're gonna say thank goodnight. you so much for doing our podcast. We yeah, appreciate I'm it. So glad to be on here. We didn't even get to the bird stuff like talking about, but it's that, that means you got to come back. We definitely gonna bring you back. I will for a review or something. Whenever we get to a specific review, but we wanted to focus on your stuff tonight, as we always do. But we always bring people back when we can. And we Especially the dope guests. I knew this was going to be dope, cool. Of course. Yeah. How can it not Thank be? Thank you, sister. So we're going to let you go and say good night. Throw down the magic ninja dust and when the smoke clears, Blurtish so, is out. Later, D. So that, so y'all, that was DDG. Ain't going to keep y'all much longer. Of course, next pop-up. Again, we're going to be at Ruckus. If this is uh, by the time you hear this, it might have already happened. But we will be, or we have been at Ruckus. Shout out to you guys for picking uh, Blurtish to be the uh, table that you wanted, the, the booth that you wanted in conjunction with the Makers Fair slash Art Walk. Uh, Art Walk and Lafayette. Dope people. Um, I got to do it a couple years ago, of course. COVID happened last year, so it didn't happen. They came back with a vengeance. It was Makers of Week all this week, uh, they featured me on the Makers Fair Lafayette blog. Uh, they talked about us. They suggested us to uh, the actual Maker Zine magazine that just dropped today. I'm going to drop that link um, on the website, either on this post or I'm gonna drop it on just as a post in general. But you can see it on the social yeah, media. Yeah, shout out again. Shout out to my guy Coop is doing it. You know, gave shout out to Basketball BS just to talk about the history. Of my podcast history and what led to Blurish in a brief way, um, and different things, and just what we do, you know. And, um, you know, we actually do create a platform, as you can hear, for people, and we also create platforms to, to sell directly from the website, other stuff. So, we always like to help, and of course, we definitely bought a paper, but we definitely like to sell black comics. So that's what it's about. So sale going on. Um, also, e- even in helping ourselves, we help others, man. Got like, to. It, like it's look. Our it it's 
it's circular. The motto that I learned from... We help them, they help us. I, I learned in college, you lift as you climb. You lift, lift as, as you climb. It's that it's simple. Um, uh, each week, the store's going to be on sale. April... That's, that sounds like a Renaissance training quote. That That is definitely a branding quote. What, lift, lift as you climb. Well, that's uh, <laughs> National Association of Black Economists. That's yeah, them. Man. As far as I know, that's them. That was their motto, so... I didn't really participate. I, that's the only thing I learned. I didn't have enough money to participate do stuff. <laughs> I went on one trip for NABA, tried to get a job. I didn't get turned down. I didn't get no interviews, but I had a good time and I got drunk. Uh, shout out to Devin. <laughs> My homie who is a C CPA. I didn't follow in those footsteps, but I got close. And then I just skewed the financial industry or it chewed me up and spit me out. But thank God. But uh, but again, store gonna be on sale every week. Check it out. Get you some dope stuff. Shout out to uh, uh, I hope I no mess with that Crisco kid or Cisco. I think it's Crisco kid. Um, he's our feature for the month of April. Dope cosplayer. He grabs some shirts. He's a big anime otaku fan. Different things. Uh, he dope. do a lot of different dope Thank cosplays. You. One of my favorite. Uh, I love sales at work. Mark didn't heard me talk about this. There's two versions of it, the, the happy-go-lucky sales at work, and then there's the one that, honestly, as a 40-year-old man, and Mark is a 45-year-old man, it's kind of, um, it makes you want to go right to the gym and eat better. You watch, <laughs> if, you're, if you're our age and you're watching sales, sales at work black, it is not a comedy. It is depressing. So, <laughs> oh, seriously, thank you, Japan, for making depressing old men anime. I know there's official like, terms. Like, now we got to go and hit the gym. Yeah, like, if my body, if your body is really fighting like that, my God, it is a war zone. <laughs> but uh, you'll learn a lot from there, so check that out if you want to be depressed or laugh at us old men or aging men. But, um, again, you can find us at www.blerd-ish.com. That's www.blerdish.com. Uh, we're Blurdish on Facebook, got Blurred, period, I-S-H, on IG, I'm Keith Cooper, and you can also find Blurdish on Twitter. Don't really tweet that much, but you can drop a line if you want to, but definitely hit us up on IG or other methods. And Mark, where can the people find you? I am Mark Wallace on Facebook. I am Mark Dub on IG. When you go to Mark Dub, you see the handsome one, get the, get the guy underneath. That'd be me. <laughs> Then uh I'm and I'm Space Age 3K on Twitter and I, I just ain't changing it because Space Age pimping, baby. New day, new age. Hey. Every once in a while is how we play the game. Hey. Nothing is too strong. Just love you wrong. So again, shout out to Denise that beast. We said it and out is all we came to do. Check out just Dope Yes, Dope Person. Thank Need you. To know her. Thank you again, sister. So, thank you so much. This is dope. And we are going to be out. See you next time. Peace and blessings. Peace.